Good morning again. This is Gary Ocugrosso, the managing partner of Franchise Growth Solutions, and welcome to another edition of Mastermind Minutes. Uh, this is the webcast where we share tips from experts in minutes, not hours. Typically, it's uh, one expert, one question, and we get it done, and uh, then you are free to reach out to our guests directly for follow-up or more detailed information. Uh, today, our guest is Steve McCluskey. He is the Vice President of Franchise Insurance Partners. He has 29 years of experience assisting franchisees and franchisors with their insurance needs. Uh, everything from national programs that he'll talk about in a minute uh, to providing franchisor liability insurance, workers comp, working not only with franchisors, but as I said, franchisees and small business uh, owners. And Stephen, before we get into our one question of the day, why don't you take a quick minute and uh, tell our viewers a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the company. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. Yeah, Franchise Insurance Partners and uh, part of a uh, larger organization, the Weber Group Hometown Insurance Agency of Long Island, and uh, doing business nationally, all 50 states. I've been at it for 29 years myself in particular, and uh, all areas of franchising, uh, franchisors, franchisees. Of course, we, uh, we do we do mom and pop business as well too, of course, but, uh, but the main focus in my career particularly has been on the franchise arena. Um, we have a bunch of things that we uh, offer in that regard for uh, franchisors. We have probably one of the few and certainly the best uh, price product out there for protecting franchisors uh, for their liability. And on the franchisee side of the fence, we have uh, several slot rated programs existing deals that we have for various franchise groups uh, a lot of a lot of franchise uh, food hospitality type things as well that's a big focus and uh, that would be uh, for their as you mentioned liability workers comp uh, all the other important coverages of the of the day uh, epli me too coverage as they uh, commonly call it these days and uh, and so we also do certificate tracking for uh, franchisors whereby uh, you know as a as a service free of charge in terms of the franchisor coverages, making sure that the, the franchisees have proper coverage uh, that's compliant with their franchise disclosure document. We make sure that uh, uh, they're listed as an additional insured and everything is otherwise compliant. And, uh, and again, we kind of harness, uh, harness the group buying power because we have a whole slew of program centric or, or friendly insurance carriers that we deal with that are uh, amenable to to that concept as far as uh, giving franchisees a, a break if you based on the volume and also having coverages that are uh, tailored to, to their particular industry mm -hmm. well i can tell you that's a that's a great service i know um, a lot of the folks that we know mutually uh, who use your service uh, and in the yeah. franchise world it's always uh, you know it's always a challenge to get a carrier or someone who's going to write uh, standardized policies that kind of cover across different states where franchise boards may have their franchisees so that's terrific and right. at the end of this we'll give your uh, we'll give your email address phone number so people can contact you directly all right our one question for today um and i've been getting a lot of calls on this you know as we're kind of in this uh this shutdown scenario um a lot of my clients are in the retail and restaurant space and they've been shut down and 
Uh, I've been getting the question of business interruption insurance. And what do I mean by that? You know, my clients have been getting pushback, lots of pushback yes. from their insurance companies saying that this isn't covered. Uh, there are little nuances in the policy. Um, that they're, they're not covered for something like being shut down for, for a virus, an act of nature, what have you. I mean, for me, uh, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm naive when it comes to insurance, but for me, a lot of my clients aren't closed because of the virus. They're closed because the government told them to close. Right. Um, so, you know, uh, what, are, what are your insights on this business interruption topic and, you know, um, how restaurateurs might be able to, I'll use the word fight it, but, you know, basically uh, push back on the insurance companies. Yeah, it is definitely the question of the day. And uh, I mean, I'll give uh, just a quick tutorial on what it is uh, as such, because it is included yeah, in most of the uh, policies that are out there, either the package policies or business owner bot policies that uh, businesses will have. Um, and essentially, it, it's meant to cover the lost income, uh, the lost business uh, sales from the uh, whatever the covered loss is. And of course, that's the question, right? Trans carriers are saying that this virus uh, there's an exclusion on many policies that is a bacterial virus exclusion, of course. Um, but the greater uh, issue is that business income is usually tied into a property loss of some sort. So, for instance, a fire or a, uh, uh, someone takes down the pole in front of the restaurant or something, and you have for electric or whatever. So you can't operate. So, you know, given whatever the policy terms are, deductible, that type of thing, you'd be able to recoup your, your business income. Uh, and so forth. So that's that's been the the thing. Now, of course, again, the insurance companies are pushing back, you know, based on those two principles, saying that this hasn't been uh, consistent with what would be lost. Uh, there's probably tens of thousands of lawsuits that I've heard of uh, that are around the country from various uh, insureds uh, to the insurance companies, saying that the language really it, this type of thing was never meant to be excluded or whatever certainly in their exclusions for virus and bacteria to have a uh, legal minds uh, greater than mine of course that are that are looking at all the details in the fine print to that um, that said there's also been legislation that's been um, put forth in several states uh, new york in particular where i am new jersey for one i'm familiar with the new york one um, and have all uh, supported it initially in the sense that they were looking to have the state back it. In other words, have the insurance carriers, because that's what they do, pay the claims. And of course, this could uh, fund them for, you know, in part or in whole for whatever they paid. Of course, it's a noble idea, but of course, in New York State, amongst other states, uh, you know, they're broke, you know, so there's no money to be had. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, that's going to come from the feds. And that's why I kind of supported the New York initiative, because uh, to, to have insurance carriers cover something that they wouldn't, and this is going to be tens, if not hundreds of billions, um, is that you're, you're, you're going to bankrupt the insurance industry, right? You know, that's basically the idea, and that's pushing back as hard as they are. Um, however, there, there's an, a federal initiative that was put forth, and uh, this was about a couple of weeks ago, I believe, and it's, it's actually the 19 Business and Employee Continuity and Recovery Fund, okay? This is the one that I think really needs the most support because I think it has, in particular, they're talking about a third or, or fourth or fifth or whatever uh, stimulus at this point. And uh, so what this is going to do is, act similar to what the September 11th recovery fund did, which was for victims of 
There was a recovery fund, uh, a lot of it health related, of course, you know, for folks contracted cancer or other uh, diseases or sickness. This would be for businesses as, as a recovery fund for business interruption, amongst other things. So needs uh, it needs a lot of support. I've been sending it out to just about everybody that I know and highly touting it. It's been supported by the insurance industry, ironically enough, as well as tons of business groups around the country, the uh, the IF, uh, IFA, the uh, International Franchise Association as well. And uh, and again, that's that's kind of the what, what can be done hopefully sooner than later because state legislation, you know, I don't know how long that's going to take for that to be enacted, quite frankly. These lawsuits will go on for years, so help anybody in the immediate. And uh, so that's that's pretty much the the issue of the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are things that, you know, we are doing right now to help people as we speak beyond some of these larger measures. Uh, and, and, the, and what I'm talking about specifically is that the insurance industry has been uh, friendly, if you will, towards adjusting payrolls um, or modifying sales on policies because a lot of policies, their premiums are based on the sales. So we, we've been going back to insurers and modifications on current policies. Um, in certain states, like New York, for instance, there was a 60-day moratorium put on any type of cancellation or even premium payment that had to be paid by someone that was unduly affected by by the whole COVID-19 thing, which is just about everybody, of course. So they can't cancel your policy if you don't make it, uh, at least in New York, and that's, that's going to run out on June first, unless they extend it, of course, because it was enacted on March 30th. So uh, there's are, those are a couple of things immediately speaking. And I've also found that, that there's a lot of folks that are just looking at uh, situations where they're, they're interested in seeing if they, they can get something better right now beyond the modifications if, if, they are, if they're able to be done in their current policies based on sales. Because unfortunately, there's, well, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, uh, based on sales, uh, you know these business owner bot policies are either square footage, primarily rated, or based on the contents of the policy. So, outside of really just re- rewriting the policy to another carrier or another program, um, the, the sales factor isn't going to make a, a whole hill of a beans worth of a difference in terms of their overall premiums. Yeah, right, right. Well, uh, I can tell you, I think I'm I'm in the majority when I say that when people start to talk about, uh, when insurance experts start to talk about the minutia of insurance, my eyes glaze over. Um, <laughs> yes. So, you know, what I would recommend to, to, to my viewers is, if you want some additional information on this, obviously call Steve and uh, he can kind of walk you through it. It sounds also like there's some legislation that perhaps uh, retailers should be contacting their local, you know, their local legislators, but you can, you can kind of explain that to them. If someone wants to get in touch with you, and I would assume at this point, that a lot of people want to get in touch with you just to learn more about this, because uh, it's, it's, it's really a daunting, it's a daunting topic for, for folks who are just kind of left in limbo. How can, uh, how can people reach you? Website, telephone number, email address, what, what, what's that? Yeah, the, the telephone number uh, direct is 516-946-7882. The email, it's smccluskey, which is M-C-C-L-U-S-K-E-Y, at hometowninsurance.com. And uh, yeah, I would love to uh, answer anybody's questions and certainly guide them towards uh, 
certainly I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, I've been uh, sort of uh, doubling as a uh, business advocate and uh, insurance lobbyist, or at least a lobbyist for business uh, as well with respects to some of these larger issues with the legislation. And, but certainly, obviously, the, the insurance part of it is, is, the, uh, is the big focus, of course, and seeing what right. we can do day to day. Okay, great. And, and for those of you who didn't get the email address and the telephone number, no worries. Uh, as you know, we always amplify this. It'll be on my social sites. It'll be on LinkedIn. It'll be on the Franchise Growth Solutions website, as well as uh, on our online magazine, FranchiseMoneyMaker.com. So we'll post the website. We'll post your email address and contact information. Stephen, thank you for being with us today and kind of unraveling what is always a, a difficult topic, especially in these difficult times. I, I appreciate the time you spent with us today. Great. Thank you again, Gary. Great. Be well and uh, stay safe.